so critically acclaimed. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and this week will be a part three episode of the podcast, but it's kind of different than a typical part three because it is about canceled TV shows. So you can definitely listen to this part three without having seen any of these shows um, because the idea is that I'm kind of giving you recommendations for shows that only have like one or two seasons that some do have cliffhangers, some don't. Um, So if you're just kind of looking for something to enjoy like the journey and not necessarily the end of it, um, then this is something for you. But again, this is not a typical part three because it includes recommendations as opposed to last week's episode where it was mainly me discussing my opinions about the new season of This Is Us. Keep in mind, though, there will be a lot of part threes coming up soon as shows now have been like wrapping, um, but I will still try to mix in there some other shows and movies as well. So again, this is part three of Cancel TV Shows. You should definitely listen to both part one and part two. It's kind of a nice like throwback to commiserate with other people who also loved these shows that were canceled way too soon and just deserved more. Um, so be sure to listen to those because I'm sure the ones that you're thinking of were already discussed and these are kind of like more nitty gritty ones that you might not have heard of. Um, but some of them are really worth a watch. So let's get started. Up first is Light as a Feather. So this aired in 2018-2019. It's two seasons, and it's a Hulu original series, so you can obviously watch it on Hulu. Some of the cast includes Liana Liberato, Dylan Sprayberry, Jordan Rodriguez, Brent Rivera, Haley Ram, Brianne Chu, and Peyton List. So my experience with this show is that it had been sitting on my to-watch list for a while. And after I finished watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I decided that, you know, I wanted to watch a bunch of shorter shows, and I did. And then eventually, when I finished some of those other ones, I was like... I want to watch either Light as a Feather or Looking for Alaska. I always lumped these two shows together because they were both Hulu original series and they both started with an L. Um, So I watched the trailer for both and decided I was going to watch Light as a Feather and I didn't even have any interest anymore in watching Looking for Alaska, so I took that off my list. I started Light as a Feather and absolutely loved it. I binged it super quickly. I definitely liked season one more than season two, but it was still pretty good. And so for the plot, this is what it is. Fair warning, the show has its creepy moments. It's a teen drama based in reality, but it also has this like, it's not supernatural or sci-fi or fantasy, but some like witchcraft-like but not really element to it. It's kind of like confusing and hard to describe what it is because it's not fully reality, but it's not like they're witches or anything. It's just weird. Um, but anyway, it's about this group of girls who are all super close friends, and they meet this new girl named Violet at their school, and they end up inviting Violet to their traditional cemetery hangout on Halloween before like the big Halloween party. And so they always play some kind of game or tell ghost stories or something, and this year the new girl recommends playing light as a feather, stiff as a board. If you haven't heard of the game, it's one of those 
games played at like typical sleepovers or at least the sleepovers shown in movies. I've never played the game. Um, But the game is as follows. One person lies down and the other people sit around them and put two fingers under the person lying down and they all chant light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board, whatever. And then they start lifting the person that's lying down and then you're supposed to let go with them like in the air and they're supposed to levitate. Obviously very stupid. So they play this game, but Violet um, says like that she plays with an alteration that before they lift the one person lying down, another person is kind of like the, I don't know what they're describe what the name is, like, I don't know, the teller, the storyteller, something. They tell a story about how the person lying down is going to die. So in this case, in this case, Violet is that like storyteller and she describes how each of the girls is going to die. And like, she gives predictions for all of them, but one who is kind of like weirded out by it. And then slowly but surely, the predictions start to come true and people start dying exactly as it was predicted. So it is really kind of an eerie show, but it's also like really like intriguing and it just sucks you in. As far as the ending, there is a cliffhanger in the season two finale, but I personally felt like enough had been clarified that I was fine with there not being another season. Um... Although I only came to this a little bit later because I didn't even know that Light as a Feather was canceled until a little bit after finishing the show because I was going through my TV time app, which is what I use to like check off what I'm watching, like every episode you can check off after you watch it. And so the app has different colors associated with shows depending on their status. So for example, a show will have a green line at the bottom if you're all caught up on the show and it's still going on. It'll have a yellow line if you're not caught up and it will have a purple line if you're caught up and the show has ended. And so that's what I saw then for Light as a Feather. So then I was like, oh, I guess it got canceled. Um, But again, not much love. Like I liked the show, but I felt like it clarified enough for me that I was fine with it. And I'm not like holding out being like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. All that. Okay, number two is a show called Privileged, and this was on in 2008 to 2009. It's only one season. It aired on The CW, and you can watch it on uh, The CW Seed, which if you haven't heard of The CW Seed, it's another like platform, I guess like a streaming platform. I don't know. It's completely free and completely legal, and you can watch a lot of these older CW shows, predominantly the ones that were got like got canceled. Um, so like you can watch Secret Circle there. Um, you can watch I think even like random other shows too, like The Lion Game, which was on Freeform. Um, you can watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero, like the reboot. Um, or like the 90210 from the 2000s, not the one from the 90s. Um, but yeah, so that's what, that's where you can watch Privilege. So the cast includes Joanna Garcia Swisher, Lucy Hale, Ashley Newbrow, Brian Halsey, Ann Archer, and Michael Cassidy. And so my experience with this show is I had heard about um, privilege from one of those Teen Vogue articles, I think, where it was like 20 shows from the CW or like just in general that were canceled too soon um, or like 
teen dramas that were canceled too soon or something. And I saw Privileged on the list. I read the description, saw the cast. I was like, oh, Joanna Garcia Swisher and Lucy Hale. And I was like, I want to watch this. So I added it to my list. Um, And then recently, after I finished Lucifer, I've been watching some short shows. And I started watching Tell Me a Story first, which I'm going to talk about later. But then I was like, I should actually watch Privileged first and prioritize that because it's on the CW seed and I think they change what shows are available on their platform like more often. So I wanted to make sure that I could watch it like it was available now. Might as well watch it now. So the plot is that it's all about Joanna Garcia Swisher, who plays Megan, a Yale graduate who has been working at a tabloid magazine in New York City for two years, but is pretty miserable. And so she ends up getting fired, but her boss hooks hooks her up with this new job being a live-in tutor in Palm Beach with the idea that she could meet a bunch of like fancy, important people and write a book about one of them or all of them or something like that. So Megan takes the job and she is then the live-in tutor to Sage and Rose Baker, who are these two spoiled, kind of snobby 15-year-old girls. Sage is pretty smart and conniving and just doesn't like Megan at all, while Rose is very nice and bubbly and welcoming to Megan. Um, and so basically Megan just lives there and tries to help the two girls like get into Duke um, and focus on their studies and like prioritize that over like parties and social events and stuff. There's also then Megan's boss, who is Laurel, and she is the twins, the twin girl's grandmother who wants Megan, um, who Megan wants to be like Megan wants Laurel to be her mentor. Um, And then the other aspect of the show is that Megan is actually originally from South Florida, but she hasn't spoken to her family in a while and doesn't even tell them that she's coming back. And so that ends up like creating some issues for her and when she has run-ins with them and things. And then there's some potential romantic suitors in her childhood best friend and the rich neighbor who lives next door. So I would describe it kind of as like a 90210 and Gossip Girl aspect, but it's not as focused on like the glitz and the glam, considering that's more of like the twins' lives and Megan is the main character. Um, now I'm currently watching this and have a few episodes left, so I don't know if there's a cliffhanger, but I've definitely been enjoying the ride. Um, and I encourage you to watch it if you like Lucy Hale and Joanna Garcia Switcher. It's just, it's a cute show. Okay. Number three is Heartbeat. So this was in 2016, one season, it was on NBC and you can purchase it online if you're interested in watching it. Cast includes Melissa George, Dave Annable, Don Haney, Shelley Kahn, and Rudy Martinez. So I had totally forgot about this show until a little while ago when I was creating that massive spreadsheet with all the different shows I watch, which again, you guys have access to in the link in my bio in both my Instagram and my TikTok. Um, And so basically this spreadsheet tells you what show I'm currently watching. So it has different, um, it breaks it down for like the shows I'm currently binging, the shows that are currently on air that I'm watching like one episode a week on, the shows that um, have, they're not on right now, but they're both either a show that's on regular TV or on a streaming platform that is still ongoing and like we're waiting for new seasons and it can it lists like if it's been renewed what day the new season is going to air if we know it yet or it might not say anything because it might have not been renewed yet and then there's my the list of like the shows I want to watch as well as all the shows that I've 
like completed and little notes about them like if maybe I never finished it or I've never seen it all the way through or something like that but anyway when I was making the list I was looking up all past programming for like all the major tv networks like ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever so I could have all the shows that I watched and that's when I found Heartbeat and was like oh my god I totally forgot about this show all I really remember is that um, obviously I know it was a medical drama and whatnot, but I know that Melissa George, who uh, is the lead, she played Sadie in Grey's Anatomy, and that was like Meredith's British friend who kind of brings all sorts of trouble with like Lexi and the other interns and George and stuff. Um, and so uh, Melissa George's character in Heartbeat kind of has a similar like premise because she is pretty reckless and you know breaking the rules a lot of the times Um, but more good than bad I guess and so like I'm saying the plot is that it's a medical drama about Dr. Alex Panettiere who is a great doctor but is of course pretty rebellious and just wants to do good which of course means that she breaks the rules sometimes Um, and so she's dating another doctor in the hospital and she also has to deal with her gay ex-husband and then she has like two sons who I think are like teenagers or preteens or something and so basically it's like any other medical drama the show just follows the doctors and nurses at the hospital and the patients that come in Um, I don't really remember too much about it I remember liking it but otherwise I don't know that much to tell you um okay number four is bunheads this was on in 2012 to 2013 one season on abc family which is now freeform um you can watch it on hulu freeform or tubi cast includes sutton foster julia goldani tellez bailey de young caitlin jenkins emma dumont callie bishop and liza whale um several of whom appeared in a year in the life of gilmore girls Um, with the exception of Kelly Bishop and Liza Whale, who appeared in all of Gilmore Girls. And this, of course, makes sense because Bunheads was created by Amy Sherman Palladino, the creator of Gilmore Girls. So I remember watching this show and absolutely hating it, but I kept watching it, and I don't know why. Um, Keep in mind, at this point, I had never seen Gilmore Girls, and I just thought that Bunheads was so weird, and I just really didn't like it. And To this day, I don't like it. I have never tried watching it again, but I wonder now that I have seen Gilmore Girls and love it if I would have different feelings because I feel like it probably shares similar like vibes of it in terms of like the way it's written and the idiosyncrasies of the show. Um, But basically, the show was about Sutton Foster's character, Michelle, who is a former bunhead, which is like a slang term for ballerina, and she ends up working as a showgirl in Las Vegas. And so then seeing how her life and career have really hit rock bottom, on a whim, Michelle agrees to marry one of her loyal admirers, and she moves to his home, which is this little fictional town called Paradise in California. And so when they arrive, her new husband is actually killed in a car accident. So now Michelle is like left in this town where she doesn't really know anyone, like she doesn't have any friends yet, and the people who she does now know don't like her because they think it's kind of weird that she was like just going to marry this guy she doesn't know like they think of her as some floozy and the fact that she was a showgirl whereas they're kind of like a very conservative respectful town um and so then the ultimate decision is like if she's going to stay or like go back to her old life and so she ends up staying and teaches ballet at her mother-in-law's studio and the mother-in-law hates michelle as well and the mother-in-law is kelly bishop of course. 
Um, and so the show is all about then M- Michelle acclimating to this change in her life. And then there's also typical drama with like the teenage girls who are taking the ballet classes. Again, I hated Bunheads, but I know a good amount of people like enjoy it. Anytime I make a TikTok video or see anything online about like canceled TV shows, I feel like the best, um, the ones that are always listed are like the ones from ABC Family and the CW. And Bunheads is always one of those listed, but it's definitely not anywhere near my favorite one from ABC Family that's been listed because all of those, that was canceled because all of those were in the first episode of canceled TV shows, part one. Okay, number five um, is take two. This was in 2018. It was one season on ABC and you can purchase it online if you're interested in watching it. The cast includes Rachel Bilson, Eddie Cibrian, Aaliyah O'Brien, Alice Lee, and Xavier de Guzman. So I watched this show with my mom when it first aired, and I really, really liked it because, you know, I'm a big Rachel Bilson fan over here and was pretty upset when it got canceled because I remember that there was some sort of a cliffhanger, I think. Not entirely sure, but there was definitely storylines that I wanted to see continue develop in the next season, and we were robbed of that. Um, But the show is all about Rachel Bilson's character, Sam, who is a Hollywood actress fresh out of rehab. And she was a star in a hit cop show and now is getting ready for a potential role as a private investigator in an upcoming like movie or show. So she ends up then teaming up with Eddie, who is a former LAPD detective, now private investigator. And so she teams up with him so she can learn the ins and outs of being a PI and, you know, really commit to the role. So obviously the two of them work together to then solve cases with the help of a tech assistant and a psychology PhD student. Um, And so it's kind of like any other crime show that, you know, think like Bones and Castle and Lucifer, where there is definitely romance involved between the two partners. Um, And it's like, it's a crime-ish show, but there's also like comedy because Rachel Bilson is just like funny and it's it's classic Rachel Bilson-like character. And supposedly there is a reference to um, Heart of Dixie in it. I haven't been able to find it mainly because you can't I, you can't watch Take Two anywhere other than buying it online. But someone said like in my Easter egg videos that um, like reference videos that she says something like she played a doctor once before because like and that would make sense because her character in the show is an actor. So that would work. Um, but of course, she played a doctor in Heart of Dixie. So I would have loved to see that. Okay, we are halfway through. Number six is Tell Me a Story. This show aired in 2018 to 2020. It's two seasons and it was on the CW, which is kind of crazy because I had never heard about it when, and I was watching other things on the CW at that time. So it's kind of weird, but you can watch it on the CW for free or Prime or Paramount Plus with a subscription. Cast includes Paul Wesley, Danielle Campbell, Billy Magnuson, Dania Ramirez, James Woke, Natalie Allen Lind, Odette Annable, and Sam Yeager. So I had never heard of the show, like I mentioned, until I saw someone post a clip on TikTok and it was a scene with Paul Wesley and Danielle Campbell. And of course, all the comments were like, the Vampire Diaries and the originals look different here, or I don't remember this scene from the Vampire Diaries or the originals and all that. And so because of seeing this clip and being intrigued by the two of them in something together, I added the show to my list 
and um, went on and read the description actually and thought it might be like a darker version of Once Upon a Time. And I knew it got canceled, but I was like, I still want to watch it. Um, And so recently I've only seen the first episode, but it was really good and I'm excited to watch the rest of it. So the plot is that it's described as a psychological thriller and an anthology series, which is like one of those shows where there are a lot of characters with their own stories and you're then waiting to see how they all like relate to one another. Um, And supposedly the idea is that it takes place in New York City with iconic fairy tales being reimagined as modern day thrillers. And there's like an ensemble cast for each season with only Paul Wesley and Danielle Campbell being in both seasons, which is like great because those are the two people I was most interested in watching it for. Um, And so for example, is that the first episode we see depictions of Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf and um, Three Little Pigs. So yeah, there's that aspect of it. But I thought like as I knew that there was some kind of fairy tale aspect of it and I was trying to figure out because I thought again it was like once upon a time but the idea is that it's not blatantly a fantasy show it's that they're like metaphorically speaking it it looks like the fairy tales but again I saw the first episode and it was really cool and you're going to be surprised by how many of these actors you recognize and you're like oh my god he's in it and he's in it and he's in it like whoa it's really crazy like the first episode I mean I noticed obviously Paul Wesley and Danielle Campbell are both from um, the Vampire Diaries in the Originals world and then I saw the guy who was in You Again who plays Kristen Bell's brother the guy getting married he was in it which is crazy because then Odette Annabelle I don't think she's in the first season. I think she's in the second season. But she was also in You Again. She played, like, the mean girl. Um, And then also, um, who else was in it? Um, Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot her name. But something Greer or Grammar. Um, I don't know if it's Greer Grammar. No, that's her sister, like, Stacy Grammar. And she was the lead as Casey in um, Greek, one of my favorite shows. So that was really fun to see her. Um, and yeah, but anyway, I'm excited to watch this show. I'm going to watch it as soon as I finish watching Privileged. Um, so yeah. Okay, number seven is Trophy Wife. This was on in 2013, 2014, one season on ABC, and you can watch it on ABC for free. Cast includes Malin Akerman, Michaela Watkins, Bradley Whitford, Marsha Gay Harden, and Bailey Madison. I don't think, so I haven't seen the show in such a long time and I loved it. I think somehow my mom and my brother might have been watching this together or just my mom and then me and my brother got into watching it with her. So I didn't start it from the beginning, but I just thought it was a really cute sitcom and it didn't deserve to be canceled. Um, It's all about Kate, who is a young blonde party girl who ends up marrying Pete, a middle-aged lawyer who has been divorced twice and has um, three children. And so Pete's ex-wives are also in the picture then, and they include his first wife, Diane, who is this very serious and strict doctor. And Pete and Diane have two kids, Hillary and Warren. I think they're twins, but I don't remember. Um, And one of those kids is Bailey Madison. Um, And then his second wife is Jackie, who's one of those like free-spirited hippie types. And together they adopted um, a kid together named Bert. So it's kind of like another version, I would say, maybe of Modern Family because it explores this unique family dynamic, um, you know, and how like ex-wives or like exes are involved, ex-spouses are involved when you have children and like, you know, all of that. So it was a cute, it was a really cute show, like one of my favorite sitcoms, um, but it was a shame that it got canceled. 
Okay, number eight is Daybreak. This was on in 2019. It was one season. It was a Netflix original series, so you can obviously watch it on Netflix. Cast includes Colin Ford, Sophie Simnett, um, Olivia Allen Lind, Krista Rodriguez, and Natalie Allen Lind. So I just wanted to talk about, as a complete tangent, the Allen Lind sisters because they were just mentioned in Daybreak and one of them was also in Tell Me a Story. Um, so I'm just going to talk about them because I feel like I'm, I might blow some of your minds right now. So they include Emily, Natalie, and Olivia. So you would probably know Emily the best. She played young Amanda slash Emily um, in Revenge. And she was also in Code Black, the babysitter movies on Netflix. And she's going to be the lead in the new Gossip Girl reboot. She's kind of playing the like Blair Waldorf equivalent. Then Natalie was in The Goldbergs. She was in Tell Me a Story, which I mentioned before. The Gifted, then the, This Daybreak, as well as Big Sky. And then lastly was Olivia, who was in The Young and the Restless. She was also in Revenge. She played the even younger Amanda slash Emily. And where I knew her best from was Blended. Um, she played like the little, the littlest sister in Blended. And honestly, you have definitely seen these girls before and they look very similar because obviously they're sisters. So I just wanted to tell you about that, but also then to like tell you that they're sisters and also to blow your mind that guess who their mom is? None other than Barbara Allen Woods, who played Deb in One Tree Hill. So you're welcome. Um, okay, back to Daybreak though. I had heard about the show later than when it came out, so I knew it was canceled um, already, but I didn't care because Colin Ford was in it. I first saw Colin Ford in We Bought a Zoo, which I saw in theaters with one of my friends when we were in middle school, and we were obsessed with him and just thought he was the cutest ever. So naturally, all these years later, when I heard he was in Daybreak, I was like, why not watch this? And so now I've only seen the first three episodes, but I plan on going back and watching the rest of it at some point. Um, but again, that means I don't know if there's a cliffhanger or not. So the plot is that I think it's a comedy, but it might honestly be like a full dramedy. And it's about post-apocalyptic Glendale, California. And the main character is this 17-year-old guy named Josh, who was definitely not the most popular kid in school. And when the apocalypse happens, he was separated from his girlfriend, Sam Dean, who was a new kid at the school before the apocalypse. So um, the show follows Josh as he travels throughout this like unsafe post-apocalyptic city to find her. And there are also a good amount of flashbacks to see you know, how they get to where they are now. Um, give similar vibes to the new movie Love and Monsters, if you've seen that. Um, and also just a little fun note, a little Easter egg that I've discussed before um, on TikTok. But Colin Ford played, I think he played young um, Sam on Supernatural. I'm not entirely sure which one he played, but he played a young version of one of the main characters on Supernatural. And so then as like a kind of joke to that, the girl's name in Daybreak is Sam Dean, which is of course both of the two main characters' names from Supernatural. So, you know, just fun little Easter eggs. Okay, number nine, we have Carol's Second Act. This was on 2019 to 2020, one season on CBS, and you can purchase it online if you want to watch. Cast includes Patricia Heaton, John Luke Bilodeau, Lucas Neff, Sabrina Jalies, and, um, or Kyle McLachlan, and Ashley Tisdale. 
My mom and I watched The Middle, and that was our favorite, one of our favorite shows. So when we saw that Patricia Heaton, who played Frankie on The Middle, was going to be on another show, we went with it. Now, I really liked Carol's second act. I thought it was very cute. It was a medical comedy, which there aren't very many of. So I thought it was kind of different and like refreshing in a way. Um, And so the show follows Carol Kenny, who is now a retired teacher with grown children and one divorce. So she decides that now is the time for her second act to chase her lifelong dream of becoming a doctor. So now Carol is a a medical intern at a hospital with three other interns who are well below her age, and they include Daniel, Caleb, and Lexi. And her grown daughter also comes to work at the hospital a lot since she's a pharmaceutical rep, so we get to see Ashley Tizzle again, which is just so fun. But overall, it's a really cute show um, with patience, but like humorous. And, you know, you just see Carol try to hack it with these other people who are, you know, so much younger than her and at the start of their careers as opposed to hers being a second time around. And, you know, she's very much like the mom character, so she brings that aspect into like bringing advice and um, making sure like her co-interns are taking care of themselves and stuff and it was just a really really cute show and it again didn't deserve to be canceled okay number 10 is ravenswood this was on in 2013 to 2014 one season on freeform i don't think you can honestly watch it anywhere or even buy it online which is kind of crazy Um, but the cast includes tyler blackburn nicole gail anderson Brett Dyer and Merritt Patterson. And what I always loved about this was, you know, thinking back about it now, this was my first exposure to a lot of these actors. I mean, Tyler Blackburn was already on Pretty Little Liars, which we'll talk about. Nicole Gale Anderson, we had known from Jonas on Disney Channel. But Brett Dyer went on to then be Michael and Jane the Virgin. And it's so funny now because I remember like thinking of his character from Ravenswood and not liking him and being, oh, he's weird. But now, of course, I can't like think of that impression because now I just think of Michael from Jane the Virgin and then Merritt Patterson played Olivia in Ravenswood but then she went on to play Ophelia in the Royals and again it's just kind of crazy so um my experience is that Ravenswood it was obviously a spinoff of Pretty Little Liars so I did watch it but it was so weird and I did not like it at all Um, I don't remember which season of Pretty Little Liars it connects with, but you do have to watch Pretty Little Liars to understand Ravenswood. Um, And so basically this show is about um, Caleb who visits Ravenswood, um, like Caleb from Pretty Little Liars. He visits Ravenswood, which is a town near his hometown, and I guess near Rosewood too. And he visits to see some friends and ends up meeting this girl, Miranda, who is described as like his kindred spirit. They just have this connection. And so Caleb and Miranda become friends and he decides to stay in town to help her out with this like big like problem that's going on. And so Caleb has a rocky start, though, because he has a bad run in with this guy, Luke and Miranda's uncle. But ultimately, Caleb, Miranda, Luke and Luke's twin sister, Olivia, then work together to dig into Ravenswood's dark past to investigate a curse that has been plaguing the town for years. And again, it was very dark, creepy, weird show. Most people didn't like it, especially because it pushed Caleb and Hannah apart from Pretty Little Liars. And you know, that's typically everyone's favorite couple on the show. Not mine, but you guys already knew that. Um, But yeah. Okay. Number 11. This is our last show. And this is Between. 
Between was on in 2015, 2016, two seasons, Netflix original series, so you can obviously watch it on Netflix. Cast includes Jeanette McCurdy, Jesse Carrere, Samantha Monroe, who was from Degrassi, oh my God, and Justin Kelly. And honestly, I forgot this show existed until pretty recently when I saw a video on TikTok that was TV shows I'm convinced nobody else has ever seen and Between was on there and literally memory was unlocked. I was just like, oh my God, I totally forgot about this show. It was a Canadian show, which again makes sense why uh, Anya from Degrassi was on it. And I'm pretty sure this was actually the very first Netflix original series that I ever watched. Um, and it's kind of funny because now there are like a million Netflix original series and every month there's like so many more coming out. Whereas back in the day, there used to be like so few. Like I think Orange is the New Black was the first um, Netflix original series, but Between was the first one I watched. I remember next to nothing about it, but I don't think I ever watched the second season. So maybe I'll go back and do that. But the show is all about Jeanette McCurdy, who plays the lead, Wiley, who is a pregnant teenager and the pastor's kid in town, um, and it's the town of Pretty Lake. And so she plans on giving up her child and then leaving this small town to have an actual life. But there's a small problem. There is a strange virus going around um, that is killing all the adults. So the government puts in place a quarantine, um, which I know hits home. So Wiley can't go anywhere. And then Wiley and her best friend, whose college plans are now also on hold because of the quarantine, determine that the only way out of this town is to find the source of the virus. And so that's what they end up doing. Um, and it's supposedly a sci-fi show, but it very much, from what I do remember, it gives the same exact vibes as the society and it seems like pretty similar to it. So if you are like upset about the society cancellation, which I know a lot of you are, um, this has two seasons. I don't remember if there's a cliffhanger because again, I don't think I ever watched the second season, but you might be interested in watching it. But again, that is all. Those are the latest shows that have been canceled. I mean, not that they've been canceled more recently, but the latest compilation of shows that I remembered that were canceled. Um, some of them, I guess, were ones I didn't like, like Bunheads and Ravenswood. And honestly, I kept Twisted off the list because I didn't like the show and I didn't want to do shows that I um, didn't like. So I guess I should have done Twisted. But I'm sure more shows will get canceled, so there will be a part four, which is sad, but, you know, inevitable. Um, but anyway, hopefully this gave you some, like, you know, um, Misery Loves Company vibes. Or maybe it gave you some new shows to check out, despite cliffhangers or not. Um, otherwise, be sure to follow me at Not So Critically Acclaimed, both on Instagram and TikTok. Um, you can see all my fun videos and um, news about TV shows and movies that are happening. Um, also, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're interested. Then rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast um, on Apple Podcasts. I would love to read some feedback, what you guys think. Also, check the new logo we have for Not So Critically Acclaimed. Um, huge thank you to my friend Abby who designed it for me. I'm literally obsessed with it. Um, and hopefully you guys like it too. But otherwise, that's all for Not So Critically Acclaimed, and I will be, be back next week with another episode. So thanks for listening. Bye.